Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now for our story. This evening, the living room of the Lane Farm was the scene of a happy family gathering. Aunt Mary sat in her favorite straight-backed chair doing the weekly mending, but not so absorbed in it that she didn't have time to share in the discussion. The topic was Peggy's approaching marriage. The happy young girl was perched on the arm of her fiancé's chair while Lefty Larkin occupied his customary place by the fire, and David Bowman included, because he was such a close friend that he was like part of the family, sat near Aunt Mary. Now there is a thankful smile on Aunt Mary's lips, as Bill Mead says. About the date for the wedding, Lefty, uh, Peggy and I were talking it over yesterday. We figured we ought to be ready in two weeks. Oh, easily. Uh, two weeks, huh? Mm-hmm. You see, my dress was all ready before, when we had to postpone things. Oh, I remember the day I packed it away. Seemed a long time ago now. Yeah, that's as it should be, honey. Best thing you can do is to forget everything that happened since the wedding was put off. I believe you're right, Lefty. At Peggy's age and Bill's too, with a whole happy lifetime ahead, uh, there's no need to look backward. Don't you agree, Mary? Why, yes, David. Although one usually learns through past experiences, something which may help in the future. Uh, that's the truth. But let's hope the kids will never have to cash in on anything they've learned during these last <laughs> few months. I have a feeling they won't need to, Lefty. I believe Peggy and Bill have a very happy time in store for them. Well, I sure hope your hunch is right, Aunt Mary. Her hunches usually are, Bill. <laughs> Not always, dear. But this is a, a very special hunch. Oh, see, Bill? Special hunches for special people. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, honey child. I'm just an ordinary guy. Well, you are not. Hey, yeah, hold on, you two. This billing and cooing is downright disgusting. All right, let me up. <laughs> We've got to settle the time and place. <laughs> At least, Lefty, there's no problem about the girl. That's right, David. We're sure of the girl, thank goodness. Well, you say it'll be all set in two weeks, huh? Well, let's see, then. Uh, we might as well get down to brass tacks, so let's decide on the date. Uh, what about the day? Oh, any day's all right with me. How about you, darling? Any special pets so far as days are concerned? Not particularly. Unless... Maybe a Friday would be best. And that way you needn't lose too much time from your job. Oh, there's no worry about Bill's job, my dear. Naturally, he's to have time off for a honeymoon. Oh, oh. that's well of you, David. But we're awfully busy right now. I hate to desert you. Never mind that, Bill. Oh, I should say not. Nobody should be too busy for a honeymoon. <laughs> that's right, Lefty. Besides, Bill, it'll give us time to get the department all set up for you. The department? I don't get you. Well, Bill, I saved this especially for this evening. The fact is, you've done such a good job there at the bank that... We've decided to take it out of the experimental class. We're going to put in a full-scale department for farm loans and general agricultural service. And you're to be in charge. No. Oh, Bill, isn't that wonderful? I should say it is. David, bless you. Oh, gosh. I don't know what to say, David. Well, you needn't say a word, my boy. Just continue as you've been doing, and I'll be more than satisfied. Bill, I'm awfully pleased about this. Uh, so am I. Uh, David, why didn't you let me in on this? <laughs> 
I wanted it to be a surprise, Lefty. It's because Bill knows about people, isn't it, David? He's always so anxious to help them out. And because he knows who the right ones are to give the loans to and, and all that, isn't it, David? Hey, wait a minute, darling. It sounds as if I've been handing out a lot of shop talk without even realizing oh, it. Oh, you didn't tell me, Bill. Carla Disguy told me. Well, she and Mary know quite a few people who got loans from you, even if they didn't have a lot of... of, of uh, collateral. That's it. <laughs> and Carla says you take into consideration that a man's love for his land and, and wanting to improve it and work it as part of your security. The way you did with Mario. <laughs> <laughs> well, for a while, it looked as if I'd made a mistake in his case. Well, when Mario skipped out, believe me, I had some very bad moments on that score. Mm, even if he hadn't come home, Bill, you can't help making an occasional error in judgment. Personally, I'd prefer to make a bad investment ever so often than risk not helping out a man who deserves it. I suppose that's a somewhat unconventional point of view for a banker, but I believe we see eye to eye. Now, that's one of the reasons I'm so crazy about my job. All right, you two see eye to eye on the banking business, but me, I'm a man with a one-track mind. Now, I can't seem to keep you guys corralled. We still haven't settled about the wedding. I mean, where's it to be and so forth? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy my mind keeps skipping around, Lefty. Well, Bill and I did talk about having a church wedding, but we also thought about being married right here at home, so... Well, dear, we could have the wedding out here. Then afterwards, a nice reception and refreshments and... If that's what you and Bill want. Hey, should we have a cake with all the fixings, Aunt Mary? You know, the bride and groom on top and all that? Oh, by all means, Bill. Sure. <laughs> Wouldn't seem like a real wedding without the cake. Mm. Uh, Mary, I, I was wondering about, uh, how about having the wedding at my house? There's so much work connected with it, and Sarah would love helping you out. And besides, I've got so much space. Why, thank you, David. That's thoughtful of you, but it's up to Peggy and Bill. Oh, of course, Mary. One of the reasons I suggested my place is that I'd like to let people know once and for all that Bill's connection with the Bowman household, as well as the bank, is stronger than ever. Oh. Good for you, David. In fact, I intend to see that the Wakefield Sentinel publishes an announcement about Bill's becoming manager of the loan department at the same time they publish the wedding announcement. That <laughs> ought to shut up the Mother Grundys, if there's any of them left. Then, as a matter of fact, if the youngsters like, they be more than welcome to share that big old place of mine until they can get their own built. Peggy, how, how does that strike you? Well, it's wonderful of you to offer it, David. But, well, you see, Bill and I have already found a place. Why, that's fine, Peggy. Where is it, dear? Well, Peggy, you didn't say a word about finding a place. Oh, I'm sorry, Lefty. It only happened this afternoon. <laughs> the little so-and-so stole my thunder, Lefty. I thought I was being a fine provider, finding the little woman a roof overhead. What happened? She beats me to the punch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just happens I looked at the same place Bill looked at. Only I went ahead and put down a deposit. I thought I'd surprise him. <laughs> Don't worry, darling, you did. <laughs> well, where is it? <laughs> That's that place down back at the post office, looking out on the river. You mean it's the one that used to belong to the Bowman family? Uh-huh. Well. I grew up there, my dear. Well, Dave, with all due deference, that's a pretty old place, and it's kind of run down now. I wish the kids could find something more modern until we get their own house built. Oh, no, Lefty. Bill and I are crazy about it. Well, we know just how we're going to fix it up, and oh, it'll be darling. You wait and see. Well, all right, if that's what you want. At one time, that was the show place in this town. After my father died, we sold it and built the house I have now. I remember it very well, David. We used to have some grand get-togethers in that old house. I remember going there when I was a little girl. I was awed by all the elegance. <laughs> well, I can't wait to start painting it and making curtains and everything. It's going to be such fun. Okay, honey, if you're happy about it, that's all that matters. I am, Lefty. Well, children, Mary, about the ceremony. Shall it be here or at my house? It's entirely up to Bill and Peggy. 
I'd like to know how Lefty feels, Aunt Mary. Lefty? Uh, well, I haven't any right to put in my oar, honey. As a matter of fact, I... I want to smoke, so... Uh, well, you decide and then call me. I'm going out for a breath of fresh air. Well, Lefty, that's a fine idea, so if you don't mind, I think I'll go with you. Be back in just a bit. Lefty, I think I understand how you feel. I guess I'm just a sentimental old fathead, David. But when Peggy turned to me just now with that sweet look on her face... I know. You wanted to be able to tell her. Yeah. And yet I had no right to. Not after all these years, David. For Peggy to find out all of a sudden that I'm her father... No. No, I'd have to tell her about her mother, about Joyce. Everything that happened. And it doesn't make a pretty story. One thing, though. Something which ought to comfort you a great deal, Lefty. Peggy certainly turns to you with all the love of a daughter. That's what gets me by the throat, David. Just now, I got all choked up. I've always had such plans for such hopes. I want to be able to do what a father should do for his little girl. But you have, Lefty. A lot more than many fathers do. You've nothing to reproach yourself with. Just remember that. Lefty? Oh, here you are. Lefty, you disappeared just at the crucial moment. You were deciding about who's to give me away. Were you, honey? Yes. And Lefty, I want you to. Do you, Peggy? Of course. That's a father's duty, isn't it? And Lefty, that's how I feel. Like you were my father. As he listened to the young girl's words, spoken so affectionately, so tenderly, Lefty Larkin was grateful for the darkness of the porch. Thankful that Peggy couldn't see how her words affected him. For he was sure she'd know then. Some intuitive sense would reveal the truth. That she was not an orphan as she had always believed. That all through the years, the man she looked on as a dear friend had been the father she thought she lost. And Lefty told himself he'd relinquished his right to claim parenthood, even though he longed to.